It's time to warm up the Ming moles and put the champagne on ice because the zombie apocalypse is about to claim another victim. Only this time, it's a happy story. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands of their brand new cars. Hit me up on the website for that. I must confess, my heart is as heavy as a field of butterflies in spring because I just learned the zombie pandemic is killing Schittsville-based corrupt criminal and or generally incompetent corporate cockheads and multinational speed camera operator Red Flex. Approximately 15% of group revenue is dependent on volume-based contracts. We anticipate our revenue from these contracts will be impacted broadly in line with the reduction in traffic volumes as well as the duration of the disruption. That quote from Red Flex in a regulatory filing in the US a few days back. Red Flex on death's door thanks to complications arising from the zombie apocalypse. Yes, unable to weather the storm arising from the downturn in its questionably derived income. How friggin' tragic. On a call to investors a few days ago, Redflex CEO Mark Talbot warned that future zombie-related travel restrictions could delay new camera installations, heaven forbid, and further impact revenue. Terrible news indeed, I'm sure you agree. To Mr. Talbot, I'd say, yeah, that's a real shame, buddy. Sorry to hear you're on fire, but, uh... <sighs> My cock and I had a meeting about this just before the show, in the shower. We're always keen to conserve water, I'll have you know. <laughs> Only 3% of water on planet Earth is fresh. Most people don't know that. Anyway, we respectfully resolve not to piss on you red flex dipshits while you are ablaze in this way, unfortunately, in line with prevailing community sentiment. It's fair to say ordinary people are as upset in relation to red flex's predicament as you might expect. I sent investigative reporter and freelance cinematographer Cletus Van Dam out on location this morning to take the community's temperature on Red Flex's predicament. And this is what he found. see people are pretty broken up. This report proudly supported by fuck you very much Red Flex. Dear Red Flex, we just want you to know ordinary people are sick of your criminal conduct, your lack of social conscience and your ongoing ambient delusions of competency. <laughs> your company makes Australia look bad and clearly that is the Prime Minister's job 
More information at fuckyouverymuchredflex.com. Putting the world on lockdown has had some pretty unexpected positive side effects. Oil prices have fallen to a 30-year low, thanks to plummeting demand. <laughs> and frankly, it's quite hard to be unhappy when circumstances hand those fine, upstanding cartel chaps at OPEC a sandpaper dildo. 40 grit this time too, which is the most memorable kind. We're driving less too and therefore getting injured less often on the road, so that's kind of nice. And fewer traffic offences are thus being caught on camera, which has me all choked up on behalf of Red Flex's plight. This is a really terrible turn of events if you're in the speed camera business, I think you'd agree, like those roaches at Red Flex. Red Flex shares are in free fall. Happily enough, down 46% this year, which I find, frankly, hilarious. Mainly because only a bunch of epically incompetent tools could take a business that is essentially a license to print friggin' money in four allegedly advanced Western democracies and yet be looking down the barrel of financial Armageddon after just a few slow weeks on lockdown. And this has to be because everything at Redflex is leveraged up to the balls. Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably the eyeballs. But to be fair, Redflex was not all that good at making a profit, even in happier times. Redflex has not turned a profit since 2014. But according to Yahoo Finance, the company did compensate its CEO, Mark Talbot, to the tune of $1.1 million, which is more than double the median compensation of CEOs of similarly sized companies. And Redflex shareholders lost about 43% over the past three years before this current fiasco, if memory serves. So well done there, and good job, Mr Talbot. This report is my honest personal opinion, and I make no comment about individuals at Redflex unless I mention them specifically, such as Mr Talbot above... And how could I forget his predecessor, the shining and delightful former Red Flex CEO and confidently criminal scumbag, Karen Finley, who I think uh, identifies as a woman, but one never knows, obviously. Ms Finley's special interest was bribery, with a side serve of corrupt side serve, and side serve of corruption, and perhaps conspiracy for a little dessert. Yes. Sounds pretty tasty to me. The lovely Karen, who could well be a woman, now that I think about it, memorably conspired to bribe a highly placed Chicago traffic official named John Bills. Pretty clearly a carnivore. It's hard to look like Mr. Bills by overdoing it on the friggin' broccoli. Just an observation. The somewhat stout Mr. Bills accepted more than two million US dollars in bribes from Red Flex via some middleman contractor type in exchange for awarding Red Flex lucrative camera contracts in the Windy City. It was all very paper bag under the table kind of thing, bit grubby. Predictably enough, 
Reports emerged that Mr. Bills used some of the cash to install a hottie with all the usual enhancements. Uh, hottie on the side, I, I think that's the PC term these days, anyway. And hottie on the side was installed in an upmarket, uh, let's call it, cabin in Arizona. And of course, hottie on the side needed a car and a credit card and clothing, at times, and a gym membership and regular visits to the spa, the friggin' hairdresser, Victoria's Secret VIP account, obviously, and some high-end jewellery, quite a few batteries, too, mainly double A's, as I understand it. All the usual hottie-on-the-side stuff, in other words. Hotties-on-the-side, so notoriously resource-intensive, self-affirming and uplifting, certainly for the sponsor, at least initially, but somewhat pricey, and I think you'd agree, hard to dispose of responsibly. In exchange for catching all of Red Flex's dirty money, Mr. Bills ultimately went on, let's call it a mandatory holiday in Club Fed for a decade where I'm tipping he enjoyed a somewhat different lifestyle. No hottie on the side. Not a woman, anyway. Somewhat worse cuisine, but interesting company. And perhaps that's the main thing. That's all pretty certain. And the delightful Miss Finley from Red Flex, she was fined $2 million for her seemingly sociopathic misdeeds, and she went inside for two and a half years. Of course, it's hardly as confronting in the big house if you don't have a penis. That's what I heard, anyway. Happily for her, the lovely Karen served that sentence concurrently with the 14-month prison term she was also handed for a carbon copy bribery conspiracy of which she was also convicted, this time in Ohio. So, she's nothing if not diligent, I think you'd agree. Karen Finley, beacon of moral ambiguity, was the CEO of Red Flex, let's not forget. The former figurehead of a company doing business then and still doing business now with law and order institutions on three frigging continents. Outsourced police work, effectively, at the coalface of the interaction between citizens in their cars and the mechanics of law and order. Powering up the printing presses on a license to print cash by catching motorists on camera. Just like cops, only with a per-arrest bonus. But at the same time, metaphorically, agreeably passing envelopes full of cash under the table. It's perversely poetic. There's no sense of corporate social responsibility there. Wholeheartedly agreed, there is not. No sense at friggin' all, but I bet she was a real hoot at parties. That quote from US District Court Judge Virginia Kendall. Criminality aside, Red Flex's incompetence is also world-class. The company was forced to admit it ran its cameras from 1997 to 2008 without proper FCC certification, calling thousands of fines into question. Oops-a-daisy, like, certification? I don't think we need any. Sounds rather time-consuming. <sighs> Redflex spent the first six months of 2013 removing more dodgy cameras than it actually installed. 
In three jurisdictions in California, its camera systems were found to be in violation of state law. Yes. Here in Shitsville, several thousand fines were handed back when Redflex's shitbox cameras detected a woman travelling at over 160 kilometres per hour in a car incapable of actually going that fast. And a fired Redflex national sales executive in Rattardistan, Aaron Rosenberg, went on the warpath in court alleging lavish gifts and bribes from the company to officials in 13 US states. California, Washington, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Colorado, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Florida, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and of course, Georgia. But this is not my main beef with Red Flex, okay? Criminal incompetence, they're just Volkswagen with friggin' cameras. Same pinheads, different specialty, okay? Nor is it personal because I have not been booked by a speed camera or a red light camera in more than 20 years. And the one speed camera fine I have received in the 1990s in friggin' Darwin, play that funky banjo white boy, that was fair cough, you know, so I just friggin' paid it. What shits me about these red flex douchebags is firstly, they don't make the roads any safer. They take photographs of the occasional dangerous driver, certainly, but that does not stop the dangerous driver. That just mails the dangerous driver a fine in coming days and or weeks. To stop a dangerous driver and thereby actually increase public safety, you need a sworn police officer in a real cop car at the roadside. And I'm all in favour of that. Red Flex is not about safety. It's about money. They're even incentivized by volume-based contracts to catch ever more and more drivers. More fines equals more income for Red Flex. So that's not like a system that's totally fucking susceptible to corruption operated by a company with a cabinet full of Olympic gold medals for criminal misconduct. Many people detected by cameras are frankly only technically breaching the law as opposed to being properly dangerous. And if history repeats, many of those photographed by Redflex will actually be innocent because Redflex's shitbox tech often does not function properly. And the regulators who are equally addicted to this revenue, they make it very difficult indeed to dispute any fine. The whole system is morally bankrupt. So here's my main beef with these camera regimes for so-called safety programs. It erodes the faith that ordinary honest people should have in a functional justice system because it's institutionally corrupt and yet officially supported and endorsed. Everyone knows it, and anyone who denies this is simply bullshitting you on a grand scale. And that's a real problem for society. And here's why. Let's just say you convene a jury in a criminal trial to put some properly evil criminal scumbag away, where he deserves to be because he did something unforgivable. 
And let's say the cops and the prosecutors are absolutely on target with this one, and this is the guy who did it, and he deserves punishment. Who do you want on the jury, okay? I want a bunch of people who consider only the evidence impartially and make the right call, where the evidence alone is the determining factor in the verdict. I don't want a bunch of people whose default proposition is that the whole system is bent and therefore, despite compelling evidence, maybe the accused deserves the benefit of additional doubt. I know who I want on the friggin' jury, and I know the effect scumbag organisations like Redflex colluding with various cash-addicted governments have on the public trust. Redflex is an unmitigated social disgrace. So, fuck you very much, Redflex. May the zombie apocalypse kill you deader than a dead dingo's donger. Furthermore, may you burn to ash spontaneously like a vampire with a stake through its friggin' heart while <laughs> the big guy and I decline all last-minute requests vis-a-vis -vis irrigation and may your ashes sink without a trace to the bottom of the Marianas friggin' trench never to rise again. What do you think, mate? Was I a bit too equivocal at the end? Yeah. What do I really think?